Let's Talk, Bible Fellowship Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us today. Our passage is going to be from Mark chapter 5. I'm going to start in verse 35. This story is a very famous one from the Gospels. Uh, Jesus is on his way uh, to Jairus' house to heal his daughter, and on the way, there's a woman who's suffered from a bleeding disorder, that touches him, um, and it immediately heals her, Jesus says, because of your faith. And then it picks up on the Jairus and his daughter narrative, here in verse 35, which says this, While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And the rest of the story shows Jesus going to Jairus' house, healing the daughter, even though everybody thinks he's crazy for saying, you know, stop your mourning, she's only sleeping, and then healing her. It's, It's a miracle. But I think these very few words capture one of the threads that goes through the whole biblical narrative. I know I've said this plenty of times, and I've heard it plenty more, uh, that the most repeated command in all of Scripture is, fear not, do not be afraid. And this is uh, one of those that adds to that number. And Jesus says, you know, in English anyway, my translation, it's five words, do not fear, only believe. I want to kind of break that down, and then we'll pray and be on our way. Uh, God seems to be bringing this verse back to my mind, and so it may be something that we all need to hear and to be reminded. Uh, So the first half, do not fear. Again, as I've said, this is repeated throughout Scripture. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. Fear not. There are a lot of things that draw our fear that cause us to doubt God or to not take steps of faith. In our verse here, we fear death. We, we fear being separated from those that we love and that we care about. There's a finality to it. And this man feared that his daughter was gone. And Jesus told him, do not fear. We fear the uncertainty of the future, that we can't see what is coming. We know that God tells us to live a certain way uh, and to trust in Him. But, but when we look into the fog that is the unknown of the future, uh, we can't see clearly. And that causes us to fear. We fear people's opinions. We fear man. We fear what others think of us, and that allows us to drive our decisions uh, about trying to behave in such a way that is going to win the approval of man before we win the approval of God. To all of these, Scripture tells us, do not fear. There is only one fear that Scripture recommends, and that is the fear of the Lord. That is coming before the Lord in awe and reverence and worship for who He is and what He's done and what He is capable of. This is a better fear, and it protects us from those lesser fears that are going to lead us astray, that are going to cause us to doubt God, that are going to cause us to doubt His goodness and His power and His love for us. Do not fear, it says. And then the second part of this verse is only believe. In many ways, it's sort of the the corollary, the opposite, the um, natural response, that if we're not going to fear, then we're going to be able to reach that state by believing in God, by trusting God, by taking Him at His Word, and reminding ourselves of the promises of His Word, that He will never leave us or forsake us, that He's working all things for the good of those who love us, that He will be faithful to complete the good work that He began in us, that He has given us everything we need for life and godliness. 
that the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but Jesus has come that we may have life and have it more abundant. Whatever temptations Jesus brings our way, he has promised not to leave us to face those alone, but that he will provide a way through that we may, may, we may be able to stand up under it with his power and through his grace. These and so many more that we can hold on to can be a rock for our feet, an anchor for our soul, that when we are experiencing loss, that when we are facing the uncertainty of the future, that when we realize that others hold a, a negative view of us, we can combat those, not just with, come on, do better, but to preach the gospel to ourselves, that we are loved, that we are kept, that we are God's children, that he is working in our lives. And so we can, no matter, we walk by faith, not by sight, no matter what's going on around us, we can trust in our good God. Now, in this story, we know what's going to happen, that Jesus is going to heal his daughter. He's going to bring her back to life. It doesn't mean that when we trust God and we're not fearing, that whatever the future holds won't be what in our eyes is bad, that everything we want to happen is going to happen exactly how we want it to happen. As we look back on our lives about those places where we were uncertain about the future, often we see God provided for us in ways that at the time didn't seem like blessings at all, or were certainly not how we wanted God to answer our prayers. But looking back, we see that that was too God's grace in our lives. He is God. We are not. And we must keep our eyes on Jesus, not on the wind and the waves that are around us. So to Jairus, and to all of us, the Word of God tells us, do not fear, only believe. That is the way of wisdom, life, and blessing. God, we thank you for the story that reminds us of who you are, God, and what you call us to. You call us to hope and purpose and joy. You have given us a spirit, uh, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-discipline. So, Lord, help us to walk in that by and through your power. For your glory and our good, we ask it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk Church Family. You are loved. Have a blessed day.